0: Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. September 1st, it's hard to believe. We did all in August, all 31 days. If you were with us, let us hear from you. Speakpipe.com slash Dr. Lee Warren is the place to leave a voicemail. We've got a couple of those coming up for you. Um, and Then we're going to play, I'm going to give you a, the episode I did on September 1st last year. It's The Path to Feeling Better. It's a great talk about how to use your brain to kind of get your mind under control so you feel better and are better, better able to engage in the things you're going through in your life. It's kind of a preparatory episode for our conversation with Dr. Daniel Amon tomorrow that we're going to have that you'll probably hear Um, Next week, um, Daniel Lehman's coming back on the show tomorrow afternoon, and and we're going to have a great conversation. I wanted to kind of remind you of some of the things that we talk about uh, in terms of self-brain surgery and getting your mind together, and this is a great episode to start today. We're going to make 30 good decisions in September, okay? One of them, the first one, is I want you to decide that you're going to feel better. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, you're going to handle it better and make better decisions and process it more effectively and more efficiently and tell a better story with the day that you're going to live today if you decide that you're not going to accept feeling miserable anymore. You're going to make a difference in how you think by changing your mind, and that'll help you change your life. We're going to hear a couple of voicemails. We're going to play this episode, and I'm going to go to surgery, and we're going to have a great day. But what good decision are you going to make today, friend? It's September 1st. We're going to 30 times. We're going to persevere through this month. No matter what comes along, we're going to make 30 good decisions. We're going to finish the episode with my friend Tommy Walker's amazing song, Perseverance, and we'll get after it. But as always, we're going to start today. All right. This is Tim and Terry Johnson of Hershey, Nebraska. We've been with you all month with All in August, and we also read Mark Mark Batterson's book and listened to all your podcasts. We've had changes in our life and feel that our faith has been strengthened and our minds are going in the right direction. Thank you so much. Hello, Dr. Warren and Lisa. I always tell everybody I come in contact with about the message of thinking about what we're thinking about and don't believe every thought that comes into our head. So thanks again for all your encouraging words, and we're looking forward to more of them. Thank you so much. Good morning, my friend. It is September 1st, and I'm sitting here at the desks just in my quiet time i got tata over here doing this morning routine and reading this bible and um We're just getting started. It's a new month. Listen, no matter what you've been through, 2020 was a long, tough year. And 2021, for many people, hasn't been much different. And maybe you did Mind Change March and Action April and all that with us. Maybe you went all in with August, and maybe you're squared away. And if so, good for you. You're ready to take on this last few months of 2021, and you're all squared away. If so, this episode may not feel super relevant to you. But share it with somebody who it is relevant for or the next time you're having a hard time, use it at that time. But today we're going to talk about what's going on if you're feeling like things are tough, if you're having a hard time feeling good, if you're stressed out, strung out, if you're hurting, if you're worried, if the year's been kind of hard on you, if you just feel like you need a new path forward, that's what we're going to talk about today. And before you know it, we're going to be talking about holidays and New Year's plans and all of that stuff, but I don't want you to forget that there's four months left of this year. Don't leave a bit of what God has planned for us this year on the field. After all, he says he's got all the days of our lives planned out before one of them comes to pass. And that means that these four months are made for you for a purpose. And Psalm 139 16 says that all the days of your life are written in God's book before one of them comes to pass. So let's don't waste any of them and let's don't leave them on the field. And it might feel like this year has been really hard, but I'm just going to put it out there. When you're having a hard time, friend, there is a solid path to feeling better, and that's the ground we're going to cover today. We're here to talk about ways to get our lives feeling better, right? Changing our minds and changing our lives. So, you know, there's a lot of tough things happening right now, friend. Not to worry, though. We're going to learn how to feel better, no matter what we're going through. We're going to learn how to feel better, finish strong, finish this year, not leave anything on the field. And as always, friend, we're going to start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. All right. Now, forgive me up front if I'm a little preachy today. Forgive me for extending these thoughts, but I'm, as always, trying to help. And I recognize it's a lot easier to tell somebody else how they can feel better than it is for somebody to actually feel better. Now I got a lot of uh, emails last week. In my newsletter. I was pretty vulnerable, and I shared with you that Lisa and I have been going through some stuff with some some people in our world that we've had to deal with, and we had some kind of shocking things that that felt pretty hard in the last few weeks and i was sharing that in my in my letter and i got a lot of wonderful kind uh, people saying they're praying for us and they're you know concerned and they're with us and all of that so i'm just telling you that we we go through things too so just because i'm the guy behind the microphone here don't think i'm just telling you something that i'm not willing to try to go through myself because i need it this is always first and foremost stuff that i'm dealing with in my own life that we're talking about here So I know it's easier to tell somebody else how to feel better than it is to actually feel better. The ancient Greek philosopher Talos was once asked, hey, what's the most difficult thing? And he replied, to know yourself. And then they asked him, well, what's the easiest thing? And he answered, to give advice. (laughs) So it's a lot easier to give somebody else advice than it is to know yourself. So the answer to feeling better is to know yourself If you know how you're wired, if you know the buttons that can be pushed to make you feel bad and actually study your own responses to those things, then you can strategically and tactically prepare in advance for how you will act the next time those buttons are pushed and those feelings appear. You see, from a neurochemistry point of view, friend, we're all wired differently. Each of us is put together fearfully and wonderfully, God says, in a specific way that produces the emotions, feelings, and moods that you're used to feeling. And what you think is normal, you are made that way by God. You can't change those basic baseline aspects of your own neuroanatomy. You can't. But you're also not slaves to them. You see, neurochemistry produces the way you feel. But feelings aren't always facts. And it's true that you can't control having a feeling. For my Christian friends out there, I would like to strongly encourage you to realize that having a feeling is not a faith problem. It is a chemical issue. It's a neurochemical event. A feeling is a chemical event. It is not a sin to have a feeling. Feeling sad doesn't mean that you're unfaithful. It doesn't mean that you're falling away. The faith problem comes when you start to believe that you can never change those feelings or when you start to believe that they're true and you have to act on them. That can be a faith problem. And here's how you can change them. Number one, know yourself. If you know ahead of time that every, certain, every time a certain thing happens, somebody overlooks you, for example, somebody cuts you off in traffic, somebody is mean to you, somebody sends an email or a text that you don't like. If you know ahead of time that when that thing happens, you're going to feel a certain set of emotions, then prepare for that by telling yourself to watch out for those feelings. The negative feelings can lead to a host of automatic thoughts. So what happens is you feel a certain thing, and that triggers a set of thoughts that you've trained yourself or your brain automatically wired to say these things things back in response to those thoughts. And Daniel Amen, my friend, says that he calls them ants, automatic negative thoughts. And we build all these synapses because, remember, neurons that fire together wire together. So if you've got a history of feeling a certain thing and then listening to a whole bunch of negative thoughts, and you're gonna, those are going to become easier for you to fall into over time. So these thoughts can lead us down a path of negative self-labeling talk like, I never or I can't or I'm not able or I will never be able to or I'm stupid or I'll always be. Those kinds of negative thought synapses patterns, those little packets of thinking that become automatic over time can lead us down this path of becoming extremely negative towards ourself. And the path away from that problem is to perform what I call the bad thought biopsy. So that means you... You should, just like if I see a tumor on a scan of somebody's body and I'm worried about what it is and I need to know what the deal is with it, I put a needle in it and I get a piece of it so the pathologist can look at it and tell me what it is. And when I have a thought that I don't understand or I have a thought that feels big and huge and I have a feeling that feels true, I need to biopsy it and critically look at it for a second before I decide how to act on it because often – in fact, I would say almost – Almost always the first negative thought that you have, the automatic one, is usually not true. And the problem is we spend so much of our time failing to think about our thinking that we can't realize that we're letting our feelings and our chemical events lead us down paths that we ought not to be going down. So the path away from that automatic negative problem is to put that little gap, that bad thought biopsy gap, into your brain and into your life and it'll start feeling better now, the second one is know that the feeling as I said before the feeling is not the fact my old psychiatry professor used to say feelings are not facts and fantasies are not acts so he would say stop worrying so much about the feeling that you have stop fantasizing about things that that you'll then prophesy and turn them into truths and conversations and things that you'll say and preparing for the worst and all those things you don't have to let them become realities you can change them just because you feel sad and in the past you' develop this pattern of letting those sad feelings lead you down a thought process that ends with you deciding that there must be something wrong with you or you'll never be okay or wherever those feelings lead you doesn't make it true it's a feeling feelings are not facts now it's true that thoughts become things i've heard uh, i saw a t-shirt i can't remember where but a a t-shirt that just said thoughts become things and it's true if you think about something you can bring it into reality but you don't have to because feelings are not facts. And remember the third one, emotion follows motion. If you want to feel better, do something, move, take action. If you want to feel better, do better. Feelings are real, they are are feelings, but they don't have power to create reality for you unless you allow them to. Now, from a neuroscience point of view, you can literally change your own brain's response to feelings by thinking about something more positive. And as I said before, neurons that fire together, wire together. The more you think about something positive... The more, for example, you practice the idea of, oh, I've got this feeling, but it's really not a real thing. I don't have to let it become that reality. I'm going to change it to something positive. I'm going to take control of this situation. I'm going to think more light into it. I'm going to put some better scripture around it. I'm going to give myself some guardrails in my brain before I react and turn a Thought into a thing. If you if you start doing that, you'll start wiring those positive things and it'll become more and more and more natural over time. Juliana Kelly, one of our listeners, said, I thought that my thoughts just happened to me, but they don't just happen to you. We let them happen over time. We we, we either give in to the automatic negative. Remember, I told you before negative is natural, but spiritual is positive. Positive is spiritual. Negative is natural positive is spiritual, you've got to make that positive connection because the natural one is automatically there. And why is it automatically there? We've covered that ground before but negative things wire into your brain five times more powerfully than positive ones do. For your own good when you're a baby and the first time you touch a hot stove, you make a very strong synapse that tells your brain not to let your hand touch that hot stove because it's going to hurt. Right? It's very powerful. You don't want to have to touch it five times before you finally realize that you ought not to touch that hot stove. You make a synapse that creates a very powerful memory that's tied to emotion and tied to chemical events that make you feel pain. And the problem is we only have a a narrow palette of emotional feelings, right? Sadness, happiness, anger, anxiety, peace, joy, all those are very narrow palette. And the brain isn't diverse enough in its chemical environment to create separate emotions for all of those things so what happens then is when you touch something hot and it burns your hand that painful feeling is very similar to the neurochemical event that happens when somebody breaks your heart so you have all throughout your life you have this jumble of things that feel similar because they hurt and they cause physical pain and some of them are realities like a hot stove and some of them are emotional things like somebody sending you a mean tweet Right. So you got to learn how to diversify your own brain and create those positive synapses and thought processes that say, okay, that's a feeling. That's a feeling that was triggered by this event. I don't have to react to that and turn it into a real thing in my life. And a good path out of that is by just simply doing something better, moving, taking action, moving away from it, by seeing the thought, creating a new pattern of thought in your brain and creating a different reality than your baseline feeling and your emotional past history has allowed you have. You can literally change your brain's response to feelings by thinking about something more positive, which is exactly why God told us in Philippians chapter 4 to think on these things, to dwell on those things. Go back and listen to John Stonge's episode about dwell on these things. Changing the, the palette of things you choose to think about before you encounter hard things will literally change the blood flow patterns in different parts of your brain. It will literally make different parts of your brain be, behave and perform better, and you will start feeling better. So here's Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, fill your minds with beauty and truth. Meditate on what is honorable, right, pure, lovely good virtuous and praiseworthy think on these things dwell on these things so if you put those good things in your head you'll have some of that spiritual positivity to replace some of that negative natural stuff that's in there what, what you think about what you allow yourself to think about changes your brain chemistry and your reality thoughts become things changing your thinking can change your heart rate your blood pressure your hormonal balance everything Emotion follows be- emotion emotion follows motion. And if you want to feel better, change what you say to yourself, what you let yourself think about, and watch your dopamine and serotonin levels change. They will. It's been proven by fMRI. What you think about changes how your brain works. Number four, remember that you were made the way you are on purpose. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. And if you've got a, sort of a negative bent in your emotional state, I'm going to blow your mind with, some, with an idea right here. It's not wrong for you to be made that way. You were made that way on Purpose. God said it was very good how you were made. And take this idea if you believe that god made you in his image and that we're fearfully and wonderfully made then we need to recognize that our baseline neurochemistry was put there by design in other words how you feel was a gift given to you by god to help you in your life and to help you help others and glorify him now might sound weird you might say why would god make me to feel sad or overlooked or anxious or whatever Feeling in your own blank the answer is this you're here to make a difference, to shine a light in the darkness and to help others. And if you're a real, if, if somebody's really sad or really depressed or really having a hard time, sometimes the worst person to help them is a super cheery person. Sometimes another person who's kind of bent towards that negative side of emotional state needs to come alongside and say, hey, you know, I've really struggled with depression in my life too, and here's how I found a way to help. Here's how I let God speak into that, that you can use that power to be empathetic, but also credible with other people who have the same type of bend that you do. So however you're wired should give you insight and empathy when you're dealing with other people who are wired the same way. And Remember, our goal here is to help other people find the path, to help other people find the light. And so if you're, if you're bent and wired a certain way by God and you're fearfully, wonderfully made in his image with that set of neurochemical realities, use them for other people's benefit. And guess what? You'll find yourself getting better too. You're here to make a difference, even with your neurochemistry. Imagine if instead of wallowing in our own misery every time we're depressed, instead, no let me take an aside here for a second. Chemical depression is a real thing. And serious anxiety and mood disorders and depression, those are real things. And if you're struggling and you're having trouble and you're not managing it well, if it's, if it's overwhelming you, go see a doctor, go see a therapist. Sometimes you need help Medically, sometimes there's a thyroid problem that's creating a chemical problem you need help medically so if you're struggling with depression or anxiety or mood disorders or any of that don't don't just try to use these techniques I'm giving you if you need help, go see a doctor i'm I'm not your doctor here I'm a doctor but not your doctor in that if, you, if you're feeling suicidal if you're having thoughts of harming yourself, if you're struggling and you just aren't getting better, go see a doctor make sure you don't need some professional help okay but that being said, all of us have these emotional dips and valleys, right? All of us do. And I'm talking about what to do on a day-to-day basis to make things a little better. I'm not talking about what you need to do when you're really in a bind. You need to go see a doctor, okay, or a therapist or somebody professional to help you. But if if instead of just on a day-to-day basis, instead of wallowing in our own situation, every time we feel a negative emotion instead of that if we use the bad thought biopsy technique and these ant killing techniques to feel better if we find an emotion to focus on by creating motion in our lives and then we shared our success at personal development with other people that had the same emotional bend that we do what if we did that for a while how would it change the needle how would it move the the gauge on how we're doing emotionally it would help right The purpose of your life, friend, is to honor God and to help others see him more clearly. That's it. That's the purpose of your life. And he made you specifically to do that by assembling you emotionally and physically according to his perfect plan for you. So stop beating yourself up about the baseline. You were made that way. The difference is what you do with it, with the gift of your life and how your brain brain was formed. God says, here is how you are. What are you going to do with that to honor me? And that means your emotional reactions are not wrong. They just need to be recognized and managed to help you feel better and be more successful in achieving your purpose. Number five, when your what isn't working for you, you need to know your why. And sometimes we get bogged down in our routine and how things have always been or by frustration that it feels like we can't ever make a difference. And when when whatever you're doing isn't making you feel better, take some time to explore why you're doing that thing. Sometimes I find myself in a rut. I get tired of working all the time. I can't remember what made me ever want to go to medical school in the first place or start writing or start podcasting. Sometimes I'm frustrated and overwhelmed and stressed out, and I just can't even remember why I'm doing any of this. But if I take a second... To take a breath and say, hey, wait, why am I doing all this? It comes back to me. Here it is. I practice neurosurgery to help people see light in their darkest hours, to relieve them of their pain, to give them hope again. And I write to help myself and other people explore and understand how they're wired so we can all become healthier, feel better, and be happier. Those are the two things I do, and that's why I do them. And when I re- remember, when I take a moment to think about why I do those things, That's when I began to understand the what of how I'm doing those things and how it matters and I start feeling better. If you feel stuck, frustrated, unsure of your next move, then figure out your why and your what will feel better and be more clear. And I can't say that better than Simon Sinek did in his amazing book, Start With Why. You should read that if you want to talk more about these kind of things, about why we do the things that we do. I highly recommend it. Start With Why by Simon Sinek. I'll put a link in the show notes. Do you want to feel better? Do you want to become healthier and be happier in your mind, body, spirit, work, and relationships? If so, here's the path forward. This is it. Emotion follows motion. You got to start moving. We're not going to leave one moment of the rest of this year on the field. We are going to square it away. We're going to get after it and go into this fourth quarter as hard as we can. And sometimes that means resting, right? If you're overwhelmed, sometimes you need to stop and say no for a while and be still, God says, and let him minister to you there. And that is a work, and it's a powerful one that can change your life too. So I'm not saying press the gas and go forward even if you're tired. I'm saying figure out where your headspace needs to be for the rest of this year and let God speak into it and get after it, my friend, and start today. Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren Podcast is listener-supported. Check out patron.podbean.com slash Warren. That's patron dot podbean dot com slash warren patrons and partners get free books transcripts special patron only episodes and more and partners like you allow us to stay ad free and keep growing please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode and if you like the show you'll love my weekly letter check out my writing at warren dot substack dot com warren dot substack dot com get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier feeling better and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together
1: Through your power It's for your glory